0: Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions This one, West Ham versus Liverpool in the Premier League Yes, the games come thick and fast Another Thursday-Sunday football fixture like, Similar to last week where we played Burnley on Thursday And then Man United in the FA Cup This time, the Thursday-Sunday football was just Premier League fixtures um, Yes, after that statement win on Thursday Where Liverpool showed they do have some identity in them They, they can show they've got the ability to come to um, overcome their January adversity and secure win when it matters. Um, with that important performance at Spurs away, it was never going to be easy against a Mourinho team, it was never going to be easy. But Liverpool gave that stick, showed us they, they've got that resilience in them still, despite our running form in January. So it was just about building on that momentum now. From Thursday on to today. And arguably you could say West Ham was even a tougher challenge on form compared to Tottenham. Tottenham who have staggered a little bit but on their day can be frightening. Um, West Ham though, all they have been doing is winning. They've won five, six games in a row in all competitions. And they were at home. So the momentum was kind of with West Ham a little bit. And it was all about Liverpool to show that. No, that performance on Thursday wasn't a fluke. This is what we're actually capable of. This is what we can actually do. This is what we can. This is how we can actually play. This is why we're the champions of England. Um, that was. It was. It was one of those moments where we needed to prove that again on uh, through today's performance. Um, so yeah, we'll get into the game. We'll get into what 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 the lineup has shown, and I'll give my thoughts about the game in general. So yes, the lineup for today: in goal, Allison; left back, Robertson; centre backs, um, Jordan Henderson, Nat Phillips; right back, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Your midfield three: Gini, Thiago, Milner, and up front, Diva Karegi, Shakiri and Mohamed Salah. So yes, there's been changes. Um, first of all, obviously, Matip injured again. Um I, I mentioned this in the last episode if you if you took the time to listen to it. Um He's now got ankle ligament damage. Don't know how I I don't even know how it happened Because he played a full forty-five before he came off. Um He played a full forty five before he came off and then we saw Nat Phillips play the remainder of the second half. But Nat Phillips played then a blinder of the second half. He had, he played a blinder, so I had no problem with Nat Phillips coming in again. Um, but that the, the commentator today said is our 12th different centre back pairing this season. What does that tell you? We need a centre back. We now have one more day to sign a centre back, then is curtains for January transfer window. So we need to see what FSG are gonna pull up with, what Mike Edwards is gonna pull up with, what type of player does Klopp wants. Um, we'll get into that um, Who else Who else was new The same midfield Fair enough um, Because we're so limited In options and depth I have no problems With the midfield Now <laughs> Because that's what You have to accept Bearing in mind The injuries And the, all that other stuff Up front uh, Origi Shaqiri And Salah Shakiri I don't mind Too much because on his day, he's capable of pulling out that worldy assist, worldy pass. Um, Jamaican, helping link up play. Him and Thiago, um, that Aston Villa game against the kids, showed what they can do when they intertwine together. Origi, I did not understand. I did not understand why we started him. Um, again, Minamino misses out. Which makes me think... What is Origi doing in training? And what is Minamino not doing in training? Because Origi is, get, is ahead of the pecking order Even though he continues to drop These 4 out of 10 performances Klopp still gives him the start Minamino's been completely isolated Frozen out I feel like Klopp doesn't believe in his ability anymore Um... And for six million maybe it was a small financial risk to see what he can do and he didn't do much and maybe Klopp has decided yeah, I can't really trust Minamino. So that's why that's how it is. But yeah, Shikiri starting fine. Salah starting, that's fine as well. Um minute, obviously sad Firmino was on the bench. Firmino's been in sensational form last two games. Man United, Tottenham, he's turned it up. He's turned it up. Um, he's back to that 18-19 Bobby. Where he's linking up play. Getting assists. And scoring. And doing all the other important stuff a Force 9 does. That's what we know Bobby Firmino for. Um, a bit sad for him to be on the bench. But with another midweek game coming up. You can kind of see the logistics of it. So yeah, anyways. The game starts now. And that first half. Pff, boy. Um, to summarise, forgettable, forgettable for both teams. So let me tell you why it was forgettable for both teams. It was very cagey for both teams. I feel like West Ham tried to um, play the long ball a lot. They tried to they over they overhit so many passes that our defence was reading well. Nat Phillips versus Antonio, one target hench centre back guy. Against one target guy. It was a good battle. And Phillips was winning the headers. He was winning the tackles. He was he was getting stuck in. Henderson, using his IQ, knowing when to release the ball at the right times. Giving everyone that encouragement. Especially James Milner, who was constantly getting stuck in all the time. Milner was helping pass his tick. Thiago, also part doing more of the dirty work as well. But he was doing the clean-up, cleanup job. Um. Making some passes, but not direct passes. The reason why there wasn't any direct passes was because our front three in general was lacking that off-the-ball movement. And with Sadio Mane gone, Sadio Mane is notoriously known for making clever runs. Constant, clever runs. Um, And we were missing that. And I feel like in that first half, Mane would have made at least three intelligent runs. Um... Oh yeah, I didn't even say why Mane was injured. Apologies. Mane had a muscle injury. So maybe pick that up against Spurs. That's why he was completely absent today. Um, but yes, back to what I was saying. Front three, the movement, very like Loster. Um We were doing well to keep the ball. But no one no one wanted to split the lines because no one wanted to make that decisive movement to create an opening. And there was times when Milner was doing it more than a front three. Which was very alarming. Um, Origi. Let's talk about Divock Origi. I've talked, I've spoken about him loads of times. The Burnley episode as well. Um, this guy never sprints. He does not like sprinting. I don't know why. You're 25 years old. You're not past your prime. You're about to enter your prime. Four years ago, I feel like you was, fast, you was a faster footballer. You was a faster footballer four years ago. And you had a bit more outs you had a bit more acceleration about you. But Origi just wants everything to feet. He doesn't want to make the through ball runs. When Robison wants uh, Robinson wants Origi to make the run, but he doesn't make a run. And then you got Robison, who's now ahead of Origi, trying to pick out a player when it should be Origi in front. And the only time Origi made a darting run past the defender was a, a lovely Tiago disguised ball. Um but Origi kinda saw it was coming. Then when it came he hesitated a little bit. Then he tried to get onto the ball by then the shot hit the his shot hit the side netting. Um his shot hit the side netting and he had another shot as well where in the first half he tried to take it on first time. Hit the side netting instead of trying to hold the ball up. Look up. Look. Use a bit of your IQ to realize, um, how to maximize the most of that situation. But yeah, Liverpool didn't have a... Liverpool didn't have a shot on target. Um, but West Ham were not pretty much ineffective as well. Set pieces we dealt with. Um, set pieces we dealt with quite comfortably. And everything else we dealt with from West Ham quite comfortably. Um, there wasn't. There was probably the one time actually where um, a ball was crossed in, low low cross went to Ben He had a shot. Um, keeper saves it. No, it was blocked by Robertson. No, blocked by Milner. Then it came off um, Andrew Robertson. Uh, apologies for any background noise you hear. By the way, nothing I can do about that. Um. Yeah, it was kind. Of, that was pretty much their only chance of the first half, and yeah, that was pretty much the first half, quite forgettable, but it was tweakable in terms of we. Um, we just need movement in the final third. Second half starts now, and for the first like ten minutes, is more or less the same situation as the first half. West Ham over hitting passes. Um there were times where they had West Ham had corners, you'd think they'd just cross it in, but they'd play it short and Liverpool would just read that situation well. Um And then yeah, it, then it took um until about the sixtieth minute where a key moment happened. Um James Milner comes off, Curtis Jones comes on James Milner was having a bit of dialogue with Klopp about, why did you take me off? I was playing well. And then Klopp was, I think he was explaining to him his reasons, why he needed to cut on. At the time when I saw this substitution happen, I thought, Klopp's getting a bit more risk adverse. I think he smells blood. I think he's realised West Ham don't have that threat, that cutting edge to really got Liverpool thinking, oh, that the, to create the anxiety in our defence. So he realised he doesn't need Milner for that balance. But at the time when I saw the sub, I was a bit concerned about, oh, what if this backfires? Curtis Jones comes on and he starts like a house on fire, immediately beating players, immediately makes a darting run and to the point where he's on the edge of the 18 box. He sees Salah on, on, on the corner of the 18, passes to Salah. Salah's dribbling, dribbling. He cuts in two defenders, sees an angle where he can shoot. He curls the ball in. past Fabianski. Top corner. Opening goal. 1-0 Liverpool. Mohamed Salah has ended that five-goal drought. And he scored his 14th goal of the Premier League season. scores his 14th goal of the Premier League season. Um, Which is lovely to see. He had a five-game goal drought, obviously. And no one else, surprisingly... So pass Salah in the race for the golden boot in that period. So to all you rival strikers who had the chance to pass Salah, you messed up now. You messed up now because now he scored. He's going to get going, and that and it was deserved that Liverpool took the lead because we were the ones with the most possession, and it just need we just needed a clear cut chance or a half chance where we can make the most out of it. Um. And then we make a... We don't make a second substitution yet, actually. No, we don't. We don't yet. West Ham then have a corner. 68th minute. Um, Liverpool clear their lines. The ball falls to Trent Alexander-Arnold. Immediately is a classic Liverpool counter-attack. But with a seasoning of champagne football. This counter-attack. Trent Alexander... Arnold on the ball. Salah, Shakiri, all on the counter attack. Trent dribbling about 20, 30 yards with the ball, going wide. Realize, see Shakiri on the other side of the pitch, making that darting run. He picks his head up, pings the ball, cross field ball, into Shakiri. Immediately, this creates a 3v2 situation. Um, Shakiri is running to look, to approach this ball. He looks up, to see Salah's in space. I thought Shakiri was going to take a touch first, but he, he's got the confidence in his ability to ping a lovely looped ball. And at first, I thought he overhit it. It's just the camera angles West Ham use. It was a lovely pinged ball over to Salah. Salah, the ball bounces in the box. He controls it with his right foot. Fabianski comes at a goal. Salah just dinks it past Fabianski with his left foot. Ball rolls to the bottom corner. What a fucking counter. You can say that was arguably one of the goals of the season so far. I am not exaggerating. If you haven't seen this goal, go and watch this goal in the replays. Go and watch this goal with Sky Sports highlights or YouTube. I. Th- it was a phenomenal counter attack. It's a classic Liverpool counter attack. We haven't seen Liverpool counter attack like that since seventeen eighteen days. It was that. It was that beautiful. Um, then after that, um, that was Shakiri's last touch. That assists. Um, we we take off Shaqiri. We bring on uh, Roberto Firmino. Um, and then from there, we treat the game like it's a training session. You got. Trent and Salah one two in the ball With each other like four times. It was just looking like training ground session where what you can see the belief. Like I said, you know when I I mentioned when, after that two goal lead or no, after when Liverpool made it three one on Thursday, you saw the belief sucked out of um Tottenham. When this goal went, when it was two nil, you saw the belief sucked out of West Ham, and they get and they, energy levels dropped ten percent. Ours rose. 10% And that was the difference there Liverpool started Doing more champagne Tiki-taka football Five yard passes And it was about 35 yard string passes Genie Wijnaldum Getting the touch Firmino getting the touch Um We make a third substitution Um Oxlade-Chamberlain comes on Origi comes off Thank god Origi Absolutely done Nothing But and Never mind Um uh, chamberlain even looks comfortable He looks comfortable Well, He loves the game against West Ham He always scores against West Ham for some reason I think he, that's his happy hunting ground Um, But he just looks comfortable On the ball Five yard passes being made And Liverpool making about 30-40 passes I am not exaggerating Go and watch the replay of this And then we make the 1-2 Um, No Firmino makes a 1-2 With Oxley chamberlain then Firmino looks up, sees Genie Ronaldo in the box. He passes to Genie, and Genie just slots it past Fabianski. 3 0, 84th minute, game over, um, essentially. Uh, lovely team goal. I don't even know what team goal I like more, the second one or the third one. The third one required a lot of patience, but the second one was just uh, how to kill a team in two passes, counter attack. So I think the second one I preferred. Um, But yeah, 3-0 was practically game over. West Ham did have a corner though. And I think at 3-0 we kind of went, ah, it's it's done. And we dropped at least 5% in our performance. West Ham get a corner, ball's whipped in, ball falls to Dawson, hits the net. Uh, 3-1. 3-1 to Liverpool and West Ham get consolation. But other than that, game management, see the game out. And yeah, Liverpool win again. Back-to-back away wins in London. Liverpool now jump up to third in the Premier League table. Leicester City lost earlier to Leeds. So that was the advantage Liverpool needed. Um, We are now four points behind Manchester City who are in first place. Um, I know Man City have a game in hand. Next week, Sunday... Is Liverpool versus Manchester City. What a crucial game that is going to be. What a crucial game that is going to be. If Liverpool win that game, we will only be one point behind Man City with their game in hand. Who And their game in hand is against Everton away. And Everton are trying to get in contention for Europe. They may have lost against Newcastle, but against Man City, I'm sure they'll turn it up. Um... So yeah, what a f- performance from everyone. And I tweeted on my account, which you can see, Um performances like today and Thursday is the bare minimum of what we should be putting in every single week. Every single week, I want to see Liverpool play like today and Thursday. Because that's what champions of England do. They perform when their back's against the wall. They overcome their adversities and set the standard. Um, My man in the match for today, everybody's going to say Salah. I would say Salah, sure. But Nat Phillips, Nat Phillips, (coughs) masterclass. One did not put a single foot wrong. Did not put a single foot wrong. And he is our fifth choice centre-back. Our fifth choice centre back, Nat Phillips. He had an absolute worldie of a game. Um and I'm sure that's not gonna be his last performance. Hopefully that has shown Klopp that you can trust in Nat Phillips. And Reese Williams is just a kid. He may look he may be better on the ball. But a point of a defender is to defend. Forget all the on ball attributes. The most important thing a defender needs to do is to defend. Reese Williams is too young. He doesn't have that IQ yet. Because he's not played professional football at the highest level yet. Nat Phillips is a sample of that with the Bundesliga. Um, so he's got a bit of experience and he's older by four to five years. So that works in his favour. Um, yeah, so my man of the match is Nat Phillips. Obviously... You can give it to Salah because what he did today was classic Salah. Um He's now top goal scorer by at least three goals now. Fifteen goals of the season. Fifteen Fifteen goals I believe. Um Milner was amazing. Henderson, again, fantastic leadership. Trent assured professional performance. Robo was Robo. Genie Ronaldo showed he thrives in the number six. He should play until we get our strongest midfield back, he should play all our games in the number six role. Until we get the Tiago Henderson, um, whoever it is, is going to be in midfield. That should be our Genie should always be in the number six. Um, Curtis Jones, he even got an assist, and he came on as a substitute. Um, so he's thriving now. He looks like he's full of confidence. Um, Shakiri as well. Put in a wonderful... That pass to Salah was unreal. Shout out to him as well. Despite... It seems like the the reaction... Whatever Klopp told them at half-time fucking worked. Because we woke up. And yeah. Roll on the good times from here on. Hopefully I'm talking about wins all the time. And not um another setback. Obviously the next game now is at Anfield. We play Brighton at home. Um, That should be... We should see. We'll see what type of game that is. I guess by then we'll find out whether we sign a centre back. Um there were reports today we are looking to sign a centre back from Preston and his name is Ben Davis. I've never heard of him, so I don't I don't know whether this is true. As I've also heard us be linked to Mustafi. So I I take everything we say with a pinch of salt. Um, so the, my next podcast might actually be whether we sign the defender or not. If we sign the defender, I'll talk, I'll do a mini podcast about it. But until then, um, the next scheduled podcast would pro- will probably be Wednesday night. Liverpool at home versus Brighton. And then the big one, Liverpool versus Manchester City. By then, it could be first versus second. It could be first versus second. And um, it, it was kind of like eighteen nineteen where... Man City were the ones chasing us, and then they beat us, and then they had the twenty game momentum, whatever, and won the league by a single point. Um, this time is Liverpool's turn to do what City done to us in eighteen nineteen, where we get that crucial win, get within a point, and build on that momentum. Hopefully, by then, maybe Jota we hear is in light training. I don't know. I don't know how far Jotaway is. I don't know how far cater is. Or Fabinho or Mane. Um, these are players who we need, absolutely need, by next week's Sunday. Because that's going to be a frightening game for both teams. It's going to be high-quality champagne football. Um, and today was champagne football. The second and third goal was absolute champagne football. So yeah, thank you guys for listening to LFC Reactions. Um, like share subscribe most importantly Um, please share please 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 share my views have kind of dropped people in Australia hopefully you still mess with me and anywhere else around the world where you have listened to this podcast I hope you've appreciated my voice and yeah tune in next time Wednesday night where we'll be talking about Liverpool versus Brighton at home so yeah cheers guys thank you